verifying. Welcome. The noon hour is here, and it's time to talk about the teams you love with the guys you know and trust. That's right. We are the best. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5-1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Hope you're all well. Happy Thursday. A lot to break down on the show today. We're live here at Built Bar, so come by and hang out with us. Uh, actually, all we need you to do is go to built.com. I think I need, I think I need to go up there. There we go. All right. Uh, joining us now, the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. Kind enough to carve out a few moments for us. Blake, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm not as good as you are. Congrats. How's the last few days been for you? Uh, it's been crazy. Kind of hard to believe, to be honest with you. I was talking to my wife yesterday, and I said, I don't know if it's sunk in that we actually got this thing done, to be honest with you. It just uh, all happened quick and then got on the recruiting trail immediately, basically uh, the very next day. So you hadn't had a chance to to really set it in uh, and, and realize that uh, you know we, we, we got this thing done. It's been a lot of fun. Well, Coach, congratulations on a different level, too, a much deeper level of putting together a phenomenal game plan and having a team that was 100% prepared on from base fundamentals to top fundamentals. That was a team that was ready with scheme and fundamentals. And, and I just wanted to congratulate you and your staff. You go back and watch the film with, with your team, Coach. How many positives did you take out of that championship game? Uh, I just really played – played our best ball at the most important time in, in all three phases. Uh, really very, very few mistakes, if any. Uh, didn't didn't make the, you know, the big penalty mistake. Didn't make the selfish mistake. Didn't have the bus uh, energy level through the roof. Guys um, just picked the best time, you know, all year to, 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 to play our most sound, most complete, um, you know, football game. And that, and that was the goal all week. We talked about it. That on paper, again, this team was uh, probably, you know, physically on paper, physically a little bit better than us in a lot of areas. But it didn't matter. We just needed to be better than them on Saturday at noon. And, and that was going to come down to making the fewest mistakes, protecting the football, and playing with relentless effort. And, and I thought we did that at the highest level that we had all year at the point in time when it mattered most. And you saw guys making play after play after play. Um, and, and, you know, we earned our way there, and, and then we took advantage of the opportunity. Looking back, hindsight being twenty twenty, did you get that vibe going into the game that you felt like this team was ready to go? I did. I felt like that uh, I've kind of been through that same script, you know, once before in my career. I know we talked about it, you know, in 2011 at Southern Miss, you know, nobody was talking about us at Southern Miss. Everything was about Case Keenum and Houston and going to a BCS Bowl and who are they going to play. And they really just didn't even acknowledge that we were playing in the game or that we had a chance. And I watched how our kids responded. I watched the chip that they put on their shoulder and just 
the way they went into the game and, and really almost turned out to be the same game. We beat those guys 48 to 24 or something, and we turned them over four times. And it, it was the same kind of script. I just felt like, you know, not that we expected a whole lot more, but, uh, you know, from all conference voting to just uh, every expert all week picking San Diego State and, and talking about, you know, those guys finishing uh, 12 and, and, and 1 and, I don't know. I just I think our guys took it really personally and, and accepted the challenge and wanted to prove to everybody that that um, that we deserve to be there and they picked a great day to do it. I don't want to pry too much, Coach, uh, but I know team awards go out. Who were some of the guys that were recognized for performance? Uh, you mean after the game? Yeah. I'll be honest with you, Hans. We haven't we haven't really even had a chance to do that. I mean, we hit the road. We got back into the parking lot at 11:30 at night to 500 fans mostly students which was amazing by the way our students our students and our fan base are unreal i've never quite been a part of that uh the entire parking lot was full and i think people have seen the video uh on sunday on sunday we were all on the road recruiting we have not we met on the plane before we took off the tarmac i had a team meeting on the plane and explained to guys what to expect over the course of the next week and then we went right to work recruiting and have not been in front of my guys since. We'll get a chance to do that this weekend. We've got recruits coming in. Uh, but just in terms of guys, I mean, it, it's it's across the board uh, in terms of people that stepped up. I mean, the ones you could obviously see uh, that made big, you know, the guys that were MVPs and the stats were big. But, I mean, even a guy like, you know, uh, sorry, RJ, I mean, we got a walk-on walk-on sophomore uh, that transfers in from uh, from Missouri that follows us from Arkansas State that blocked a punt at, at a time that sparked everything. And, and Sturzer, who blocks, basically blows up the shield and blocks the second punt uh, to a guy like Jaden Smith, who's a walk-on uh, corner that, that covers, covers punts for us, that recovered the fumble, that gave us another short field. I mean, there were guys, Reese Jarvis and Sturzer and, and Jaden Smith, guys like that that stepped up all day long across the board. Um, well, you know, outside the, the the guys that had the big stats and the touchdowns and the sacks, guys like that that made huge plays that, uh, you know, all of it, we needed every bit of it to have the kind of day we, did, we had. I mean, I want to go back a little bit to those uh, essentially two block kicks. Did you see a lot going into that game that you felt like you had some opportunities there? I, I did. Uh, you know, as you know, I mean, I run the punt block team yeah. and punt return team is the one – the one team all week that I get to kind of put my time and energy into. Uh, we had not blocked one all year. We've been really, really close. But I felt like that strategically that there were a couple spots that we could exploit. Um, yes, their punter is phenomenal. But with that comes at times a little bit of being vulnerable because they are a little bit slow in their operation. They, he does take his time. And he's been bombing it. And so we wanted to speed the clock up. And we saw a weakness in their shield in the fact that they do get pushed back. Uh, so both blocks were were built to happen exactly the way they did. Uh, make it look like we're going to return a punt. So we showed a return look. And then we brought pressure in the two spots that they were most vulnerable. And we hit both of them. And, and, and I thought, you know, the momentum swings at those times in the game's were were huge. We needed those big plays to to help us, and and the short fields are always obviously really really big for you. 
Coach, preparing for this game, I went back and watched Boise State, San Diego State, so I could do some breakdown for the for the Mount, the Mountain West Conference Championship game. And San Diego State was getting to the quarterback off the edges. And Boise State's tackles really couldn't hold up against 99. I know 66 was another guy for San Diego State that was causing a lot of problems. But I wanted to give a special shout-out to some of your protections. Um, your, your two offensive tackles, I thought, did a really good job Sometimes on islands, but I thought your skin was solid to help them on islands at times. But I felt like your tackles really held up against a really good San Diego State uh, one-on-one rush. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we, we, kept, we kept Bonner upright way better in that game than we had in a couple previous, even really maybe even the week before against New Mexico. He got hit way more than we wanted him to. We did get the ball out quickly. I, I thought we had a good idea of, of how we wanted to attack their pass rush, but individually across the board, we matched up and handled ourselves way better than than probably we did on paper. Uh, so it, it was one of those games where guys just again played their. The scheme was good on both sides, really in all three phases schematically. There's nothing that we would change, and I've I, I've mentioned this. I think we learned a lot in in the loss to Wyoming. We we took some things for granted, I think, and we matched up in ways that probably going back we would change. We made a lot of those changes going into this game, and they paid off uh, in terms of changing the watch point, changing the way we slid the protection, exactly how we, uh, how quickly we wanted to get the ball out, when to take shots and hold the ball downfield, defensively, what, per, you know, what matchups and personnel matchups. We learned a lot in that loss uh, about how to play teams that look kind of like Wyoming and San Diego State. And it, it, it could not have come at a better time. So uh, guys played well. The scheme was good. And it's all about, you know, executing for that three hours. Doesn't matter the day before, day after. Doesn't matter who the best team on paper is. That day, that time, and the O-line does not get near enough credit. Because we ran the ball well later in the game as well. We ran the ball for key first downs, too, in, you know, third and fourth down situations that allowed us to, make sure that game never became, you know, really uh, a, a close game in the second half. I'm always kind of interested, and you know that I like to pick your brain on, on individual plays and things a little bit because, you know, not playing at that level and not having experience, you know, in a huddle and, and getting to scheme at, at that level is – I'm always fascinated with what goes into it. I, I tweeted out a picture of uh, Brandon Bowling in that touchdown catch, uh, not the deep one, but the one in the back of the end zone. And uh, Devin Tompkins isn't even looking behind him. He's looking uh, facing Logan Bonner, and he's got his hands up in the air before Bonner even throws it because he knows it's going to be a <laughs> touchdown. And and uh, and and I asked him about it afterwards in the post game, and he said, "Well, yeah. I, once I saw how they were lined up, I knew it was going to be a score, and I even told the defensive back, we 'We're going to score on you on this play.' And um, <laughs> and and I just." It, when you see certain schemes like that, do you know when you see something aligned on the sideline, like, bam, we got them. This is what we yeah, want. Yeah, you, you do. You spend so much time looking at it, and, and you, you know, schematically, we've been running the system for so long and, and looking for certain leverage points and matchups. And, and when you get out there and you see, yep, that's what we wanted, you, you have confidence that it's going to happen. And it doesn't always hit, but it does a lot of the time. And you normally know – you normally know well before the ball even goes in the air. We got the look. We got the matchup we want. Now it's just about going and, and, and executing the play. You know, I don't know if y'all remember, there's a there's a clip that was a huge clip uh, last year, Ole Miss, where Lane Kiffin yeah. throws his, his 
I mean, that happens. I mean, that clip got a ton of, of play. But that happens on a daily basis in practice and in games all the time where you, you've got it prepared, you, you know that you got the look you got, you want, and you're just, you're just, as long as we can just pick up the right bodies and give our quarterback, you know, a hair of time, this thing's going to hit. And that's the fun part about it because you do prepare all week for that one opportunity and you got to make it. And, and DT and those guys, they know just like we do. As soon as we lie down, that's the look we talked about. Here we go. It's a, it's fun when it hits that way. So, Coach, what's your attack on bowl season and uh, the bowl week and, and bowl preparation? I, I, I always see different senses of coaches. Some feel like it's uh, some type of an award for the players and a, a nice reward for a long season. Some feel like this is just another opportunity to win. How do you – how do you attack a bowl game? And, and well, I think it's some. Of, I think it's some of both. It is clearly a celebration of the season. I mean, you earn the right to get there, and you should celebrate. You've been. We've been going for over three hundred twenty some odd days. We started last January, and if you don't allow yourself the opportunity to celebrate, then you're missing this whole thing. In my opinion, my humble opinion, for whatever it's worth, it is a celebration. You have earned the opportunity to be there. Now, I do believe this. I mean, it's still, there's still a win-loss record, and, and somebody's going to win it, somebody's going to lose it. And we never have ever approached a game that, that we didn't prepare to win, regardless. Uh, what time of year and who you're playing doesn't matter. And we're going to prepare to win, but I do believe that bowl games are about who wants to be there and who wants to win. you got teams that are ready for the season to be over. you got teams that don't really want to be at the game, and you got teams that are super excited about the opportunity. And, and I think – for our team, the ability to go 11-3 and three and have won a conference title and to finish with a Power 5 win, and you would assume that if we do win this game that you would finish in the top 25. We're ranked 26th, 27th, you know, if you look at the polls. I, I think there's a ton of things to play for. The legacy that this senior class could leave behind it would be amazing. I mean, that would be the best season probably in school history. When you consider eleven and three, two Power Five wins, and a conference title, having come off come off of one and five season, uh, that would be to me every bit of motivation you would want to go play well. But I mean, just the fact to play one more team, game with your guys and the kids, you you know, the guys you spend every day in the locker room with, to me that's enough. So um, we're going to prepare to win it like a normal game week, no different, and go enjoy it and, and have a blast doing it. But we have a blast every day. That's the cool thing. We love what we do. We have an unbelievable amount of fun. Uh, I, I I just believe if we're going to work this hard at it, man, we need to enjoy it. And so we try to do both really, really well. And so when y'all see us dancing on the sideline and chest bumping and high fiving, that's just that's who we are. That's that's the program that we run, and that's why people want to be a part of it. So so hands you like this. So so coach and I, you know, we're doing uh, you know our coaches show and pregame mm-hmm. shows and stuff like that. And, and I asked him, I'm like, you really don't know where you're going bowling, right? And he's like, no, I have no idea. Like, if we don't win this game against San Diego State, I have no idea where we're going to go. And he says it, and, and then we, we turn off the mic, and then somebody comes up to him and says, no, really, where are you going bowling? He's like, no, I really have no idea. Like, like nobody seemed to believe you that you had no idea if you didn't beat San Diego State. But the one thing you did keep saying, though, is that you wanted an early game because this has been a long year for these guys. And I know you want to win this game and you want to uh, cap off this season the right way, but it's going to be good for these guys to get back for Christmas and, and take a break because it's, 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 it's been a rough go of it for these dudes. 
Oh yeah, it's been it's been an amazing blessing, but it's still a it's still a grind. We 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 started back in January and we have worked the crap out of these dudes all year. There's a reason that when games got tight down the stretch that these guys didn't crack. But I love the idea of playing in an early game. You know, I think the 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 energy around bowl season couldn't be higher at the very beginning when bowl games start getting played. The 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 opportunity to go play against a great opponent in a phenomenal, unbelievable stadium. This thing is off the charts cool. The guys will love that. But to be able to get back home and then go spend Christmas with your families and actually get about a three-week break before they come right back, and we will start back in January, on January 10th, and we will put every bit of this behind us and start right back from scratch to good old-fashioned hard work. So I love the fact that we're playing an early game uh, so that they do get that opportunity to enjoy the vacation of, of Christmas and spend time and really celebrate what they've accomplished before we wipe the slate clean and we start over from scratch. Uh, that, that if you play January, you know, third or fourth or fifth, and you're not playing for a national title, then you're going to turn around three days later and go back to school. And that does not, it's not always a great schedule for the guys. Well, considering the turf you did play on in that championship game, I think any stadium uh, it, with any kind of uh, field turf or grass is going to be an improvement. Uh, but with that said, uh, with the signing day coming up next Wednesday and being recruiting this week, uh, are you worried about the level of preparation you're going to be able to put in place for Oregon State? No, I don't. I mean, we're we're going to get a few days to, to look at them and, and get a – we'll get just as much, actually a little bit more, time to to prep the game plan for these guys than we would in a normal game week and we'll get the same amount of practices in that we would get for a normal game week so in terms of prep i'm fine this week the guys are lifting and running with with coach jackson and the crew and and not bang their bodies will feel better by the time we go back out on the field which would be good but now we're not getting any extra practices in there's no hey get the young guys a couple practices we do not have that approach uh, those will all be dealt with in the spring. But in terms of a normal game week, we will have just the same amount of game prep work that we would have for any other game that we've played all season. I'm curious how much a conference championship, how how far it goes to help with recruiting. You know, kids that are right there on the edge and maybe you got some kids that are trying to decide between a few schools. I wonder how far it goes. How much experience does it, do you have with that, Coach, where you've got that – championship under your belt and you get to go to a recruit that you really want and say hey son if you want to play for a Mount West Conference championship this is the place to do it well and we said that when we took the job I mean you look at the last 10 years at, at this place and how many bowl games and top 25 wins and ranked in the top 25 you know the one thing we could not say is you know they won a Mountain West Conference title they've played for it you know they won a whack but but to be able to walk and say, look, we told you we're going to play for championships and we just did in year one and we're going to do this again, there is – I mean, that's the best proof you got is that what we do and how we do it, it actually does translate to the field and we can compete in this league and we're only going to get stronger as we recruit and develop and build. So that's a ton of uh, credibility walking in. I don't know that it changes the recruiting class that much, but it solidifies it maybe and – and maybe a guy's getting a Power 5 offer today. You know, we're going into the last week, and he we hold that Power 5 offer. Or maybe we got a kid that's talking to us in Boise late or us in BYU late, and it's it's what pushes him over the edge. So uh, the momentum of winning helps everything, not just us, but I think it helps the other sports, helps the university, helps fundraising. Get, you name it, 
uh, attendance, uh, enrollment, it, it helps every aspect to be able to put a great product out on the field in that visible of an environment. Uh, I think uh, you know. We, I, I think everybody enjoys being a part of something positive like that. Have you had a chance to get some eyes on Oregon State? And if so, what jumps out at you when you look at that team? Well, they score a bunch of points. Uh, that's what jumps out at you first. They they've done a really really good job of of scoring points, and, and when they add to, uh, they're uh, I would tell you they'd be one of the top two or three best teams we've played all year. And considering you know what we saw in Washington State, what what San Diego State looked like physically, what Boise and BYU, how those guys are built. I think they're right there in that conversation, and we've won a couple of those, and we lost a couple of them. So we're going to need to uh, we're going to need to play our best ball. It, it'll be, I think, if I'm not mistaken, their offensive line is up for an award as a group uh, as being one of the best offensive line units in the country. So that tells you what our defensive line will have to deal with. Uh, beyond that, I haven't really gotten that far into it, but uh, the challenge will be real. It'll be. It'll be a huge test, and, and we'll uh, we'll have to play great ball to get it done. But I, I, you know, I think our guys, as they've shown, man, they're resilient and they keep coming back and come play, and, and they're they're at a at a point right now where they're pretty excited. You know, coach, you come in and you bring the recruits and you bring the transfers and you bring the wins. I always wonder how busy it gets for a coach at this time of year. You know, I'm, I'm sure you've got an agent that runs interference, but. Are there a lot of questions? Do you get a lot of inquiries from other teams across the country, or do you just let your agent handle all that? I, I've got the best agents in the, in football. I mean, uh, Clint Dowdle and Jimmy Sexton do an amazing job, and I'm happy to be with those guys. I, I don't I don't deal with any of that stuff. I just put my head down and, and, and coach. They know how happy I am here, and they wouldn't even make a phone call to me unless they thought it was just absolutely something we couldn't uh, we we had to talk about and. I'll tell you, it's been it's been extremely quiet. They respect my space. They know uh, that I am all about doing the best job I can where I'm at till God decides to pick me up and move me. And and so I feel that works really well for me. It, it just I have complete confidence in in, in them, and, and they truly know my heart. And the fact that Brittany and I are super happy here, so they they wouldn't even mess with me unless they saw that something that just you had to talk about and. We've been focused on winning a championship, and, and we go weeks weeks at a time without even talking, which is perfect for me. So it's been super quiet, and uh, <laughs> I tell everybody, man, I, I love it here. Could not be happier, and I just think we're just getting started on this thing. Well, Coach, appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, and uh, look forward to catching up with you next week in Los Angeles. Thanks so much, Coach. Appreciate it, guys. Let's go yeah. get another one. There you go. I love it.